just say that um, you know Joe has has done this for many many years in the area of sales for a lot of different corporations and a lot of different industries. He's done a lot with the automotive industry, but he has done a lot with a lot of different industries. When he's talking to you, what I want you to do is I really want you to think about how can you take what he says, apply it to your business, your industry, and your your style. If you're not a perfect person, don't pretend to be a perfect person. If you're not, you know, uh, Andy Frisella, don't be Andy Frisella. Be fucking Joe. It's Dave Meltzer for some Q&A for the day. Hi, Joe. Good to see you. You guys ever go buy a car and you don't know how to not get screwed at a car dealer? Ask Joe, the BDC genius, Ingram. And that, that's my bread and butter where I come yeah, from. But like, I love, like, I always like, I love like what Joe does. Hey, Joe, tell, tell everybody where they can find you and tell everyone where they're going to be because I'm sure there's a bunch of people who have seen you on here before and they see you on social and, you know, you're keeping it real. You're keeping it real with, with good stuff. So tell everybody where they can find you and where Joe Ingram has the, uh, he's very powerful sales techniques. If you're in the auto industry, I'll definitely contact him. He's a great guy. He knows all the tricks and the treats in the auto industry business. So hit him up. On this episode of Live with Lopes, the one and only, the genius. I'll put the glasses on so it looks better. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now you are truly a genius. Absolutely. The Absolutely. genius Joe Ingram is on the show live from NADA. Oh, man, this is so good. The genius. What up, guys? It's Gary Vee, and it's time to get more Frank. Back at NADA, it is live with Lopes. We're up to episode nine. The best number. The best. The best number. The best number. If the genius says it's right. the best number, it's then divisible by. I'm just kidding. I don't have that. The knowledge. nine yeah. is that you got. You had fucking nothing. Yeah. It, it is the best number. Episode nine of Live with Lopes, the NADA shows, man, from the convention center in Las Vegas, right from the floor. Live with Lopes brought to you by Dealer Built, the different DMS. Stop by their booth, 971C. That's where we are right now here at NADA. Or you can visit them at dealerbuilt.com. And, hey, if we've never met before, this is the first time that you're seeing Live with Lopes. If you're wondering who the hell I even am, hey, my name is Frank J. Lopes. I am the number one retail automotive sales strategist and marketing agent, vice president 
at FB Digital, keynote speaker, conference MC, and host of Live with Lopes. And right now, I want you to meet my friend. He says loosely. The <laughs> genius. <laughs> no, legit. The, my friend, yeah. the genius, the BDC genius. Joe Ingram, my man, welcome to live. It's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. So good that you're here. I'm excited to be here. NADA is always fantastic anyway, but, you know, to be with the live with Lopes. And I think it's great that that's your name, too. What are the odds with that? It's, you know, you don't need a genius to tell you (laughs) that you you should name your show after yourself. For those of you drinking at home, you must actually drink every time you hear the word genius. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know. Play along at home in the party game. There was a thing, you know, I was joking around when when Joe and I were talking about doing the show, what we would do, what we would talk about. That conversation ended very, very quickly. And it says, I think I'm going to refer to you all the time during the show in the third person, just as the genius, because anybody that comes out and feels that they should call themselves the BDC genius. I mean, that alone, that's right. a, that's enough. You should just call the guy the genius and that's it. Like, exactly. And, and, the gauntlet has been thrown and, and, and the there's story. no competition. Exactly. Come on. And, and I, the, I've gone further. I've done BDC genius, sales genius, Internet genius. I got them all. So uh, does that mean that if you're just a genius that you just right. you're just a genius? Right. Of it's all? self-proclaimed genius. Yes. Right. My parents said that a lot when I was growing up. Oh, They're like, oh, that was genius. Did they, really, yeah, did, did they so. say anything about you being special? At any yes. Time? Did that, yes. Did that I wore a helmet up? a lot of my life. <laughs> you are obviously uh, not right. obviously not enough. So right. look, so I. Joe, all kidding aside, Joe is without a doubt the foremost authority on everything BDC. He consults in dealerships, in high volume dealerships, and just focused 100 percent on BDC. But, Joe, for the few people that are watching that don't know who you are, what you, you know, I just told them what you do. But, right. you know, what is Joe Ingram all really what is Joe Ingram all about? So it's the car business, right? And I've been through the car business. I've been on the vendor side, been inside a store. I've taken stu- two stores to a thousand units a month the average new car store is putting out 108 is the average for 2018 so i get to go sit with grant and say 10x i did it but when you look at it i go out there i build uh, you know strong teams but i build everything with processes and so the bdc is something that it is a necessity for a dealership but if you're not going to build a bdc then your sales department has to act like a bdc so every dealership needs the the training I, I prefer to say, let's cash in on your calls, right? I, I help you get the virtual customer into your brick and mortar to buy something. Okay, so that leads me right into the first question of the show. It's on the paper. That's of the show. Yes, yes, it's, it, it's yes. in the second. So I, I appreciate you leading yes, in I, for me and everything. Uh, hence, as a, Would you guys like to know what number two is? Hence, yes. as a genius would do. So <laughs> should every dealership have a BDC? No, I, I don't. I don't believe so. The BDC itself can be a very, and I know everybody goes, BDC genius, and you're going to say, don't have a BDC? And I'm going to say, no, the, the answer is, is that you have to be set up structurally based on units, based on gross, because if a BDC is done incorrectly, that is nothing but a waste of money. And too many dealerships do that. They throw people in, right? For one, there's no training. They grab them, they're like, oh, it, it, you were a receptionist, but the business office isn't really thrilled with you anymore, so let's go put you in the back and we'll call you a BDC agent. And I want you to call people and try and bring them in. 
and that's the extent of the training. So, okay, so training obviously has a lot to do with the success or failure of the BDC, you know, of the BDC without a doubt. But And you're saying that every store should not necessarily have no, one. No. What's the litmus test for if the store should or should not have it? Is it certain brands, certain areas, certain people? What, I, I, what I'll is tell the you, test? It's, um, it's, it's the management. Like I sit down with management staffs and I sit down and if I, if your sales department runs your managers, then you need to have a BDC. Okay. Okay. If why, you have, why, why let's go into that one. So, okay, so why is dig that? a little deeper? Shall we? Yes. Yes. So in looking at it, if the sales department is not used to being held accountable, then a BDC is required because I need the stability a BDC gives me as far as constant output on calls, emails, follow up and handling the customers. And I've seen too many stores where you walk in, the salesperson sits down, and, and they're, okay, I'm going to wait for the next up, right? The old lot lizard yes. philosophy. Yep. I'm going to wait for that customer to come in. I'm not going to generate this. Or the guy left yesterday, my CRM pops up and tells me, hey, call this person today. And I look at it and go, I'm not calling that idiot. He's the one that told me to, to kiss my ass and left. Right. So I'm not going to call him. So you need to have somebody other than that person be there to do it. And so... That's my, my thing. Okay, so th so now so that goes into the why they some why a dealership should have one. Correct. Let's dig a little bit more into now why they shouldn't. Okay. Why where does the where is a BDC not a good fit? Uh, it's not a good fit if you have an extremely small dealership. If it's something that's got thirty to fifty new cars being sold, right, or a used car point that has it, um, it's not necessary to add the expense of the person. Because a lot of times you're paying your sales department a base pay of hours or a salary plus whatever they bonus. Now you're going to bring somebody else, add it in without the upside of them converting that into money. So I, I'd say if, you're, if your dealership's really small, you don't want to do it. And I don't want to waste the money of putting somebody in. If you have a dealership that um, is very structured and runs based off of, like, I go in and I put in what I call the go green system that I put in. And it's daily accountability for every salesperson. So it says you're going to make this many calls. You're going to make this many text messages. You're going to make this many emails. You're going to make you're going to set this many appointments for today. Right. And in, in the effort to say you are green and you're either green or you're red. There is no yellow in this stoplight. Right. right. It's, okay. pass, it's pass fail. So if you have a structure that's set up where if the manager says this is what we go and do and the sales department is more of I'm a professional salesperson, which means I'm going to handle it. Uh, we call them hybrids. So the hybrid handles phone, internet, and floor. Okay. Okay. So you don't have to have a separate internet department. You don't have to set, set up a, you know, a phone groom that's there. You just need to have the, if the team is used to doing everything and you can control their actions during the day, because we all know what it takes to sell cars, it, right? It, it takes communication. It takes, you know, it, it, number one, it takes effort. It takes organized effort. It takes communication. It takes follow-up. It takes blah, 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 blah. Now, are you talking about in a small store, though? Okay, in a small, well, store. small store, or somebody with organization. Or like some I, I ran the number one store in the nation for Chrysler Dodge Jeep in 2015, and so when we did that, we did not have a BDC. We ran every single person, every salesperson had to check in at the beginning of their shift, their end of their shift. They had a criteria of what they were supposed to be doing, and I had one person's job that was to go in and babysit the CRM. 
to make sure everybody did the leads handily the right way on yes. the five-day blitz that I put together. And then did they handle phone calls? Did we do all that? We put all the stuff together to make sure that it actually got handled. And if it did, then they were okay to do it. If not, you got pulled off. Okay, so you're talking about being at the number one Chrysler Jeep Dodge store, right? CJ just came in to say hi. CJ with the Pontiac uh, Aztec. <laughs> Mr. Aztec over yes. there. So you're, you're talking about running the, the number one Jeep store in the country, and you had somebody just to babysit the CRM. That's it. Just to make yeah. sure that policies were in place, that procedures were getting, were getting followed through on, you know, for, for a certain level of accountability. And for you, that investment of having somebody just, just to babysit the BDC, couldn't you have gotten one of your sales managers to do that? Um, I like to keep people invested in the spot where they can produce the most money and having a sales manager. And again, are we selling cars all day long every day? No, but I don't want something to fall through the cracks. So when you're getting several thousand leads a month, yes, right, and I've got in excess of six to 700 phone calls coming in, plus the floor traffic that's generated by all the advertising, right? Everybody is busy. And I had certain people, my, my, my old timers that had been in the store for years, and they were like, look, I'll use your CRM, but I am not going to be tied to this five-minute response time. I'm not going to be going after all this stuff. Can I just stay off of Internet leads? And I said, that's absolutely fine, but you will, you'll answer the phone the right way. You'll answer it through the, the scripting and the, the word tracks we're going to teach you, and we're going to put it all together. But one person had to babysit this so that everybody knew what there was accountability wise. And that person sat down and decided who got to stay on phone calls, mm -hmm. who got to stay on internet leads. Basically, are you on the island or off the island? Absolutely. And so we set up training that was consistent. So like myself, I love the phone. I look just like Brad Pitt over the phone. Yes, you right? do. Right? I do. Yes. I got pictures to prove everyone it. Can, everyone can see the resemblance. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If you close your eyes, you'll say, wow, he looks just like him. <laughs> so the, when you look at it, phone is my game. Wow. He turned off the camera because he's doubled over right now laughing. It could have been I grabbed his knee. You don't know. But when you look at this, right, what are we going to do is – I sat down and said, you're going to get on the phones. You're going to do this. You're going to do it my way. We're going to go through. If it, if it fails, it's my fault. If you wing it, then it's your fault. And then we kept track of how many people, how many phone calls do you get to how many times did you ask for an appointment? And then from asking to getting and from getting to show. And if you didn't meet the minimum metrics that we put in place, then you got pulled off of the phones until the next phone training. And what we did in the beginning was sat down, trained everybody on the phone. Then we moved forward and said, great, everybody's trained, right? You got a grace period going forward for another week or so. Then we're going we're gonna to monitor everything, and you have to be on point. And if you're on point, you stay on point. So, okay, so if you're on point, you stay on point. If you're on the island, if you're off the island. So are you telling me that, in your opinion, that you like that – high british type of cradle to grave system better than you like a dedicated bdc where they set appointments for mike mike or mike and then the customer comes in and sees bob and then they get put with a salesperson so you're more of the your gut says to go with the hybrid type of cradle to grave sales uh if, if sales i can process. find if i can find the right salespeople and put the process in place but that's what that crm process manager that was her title that was what her job was to make sure that I didn't have to go spend the money on a BDC. 
Okay. Right? So, so I treated them all like BDC. What do you do when you get the salesperson, when you get that 25-car-a-month guy or you get the guy who's oh, the, your number one dude and your number one dude doesn't want to end showroom visits or your number one dude doesn't want to go in and doesn't want to answer the leads with a text message because he or she doesn't know what to say, what to say back and doesn't believe in text messaging and thinks it's bullshit. And even when the lead comes in and it says, please text me, they pick up the phone and call. How do you handle that when your number one guy will not follow the process? So if my number one guy is not following the process and the process has been put, put in place over me screwing up enough to know what the right process is, um, your top guy at 25 units, I guarantee you, is costing you 25 units. Because if he actually adapted to the process, he'd sell more. And a lot of it is more of his ego saying, I, I'm going to do it my way. And so I, I turn off his leads. I go in the CRM, said, you don't get internet leads if you don't want to follow my process. That's easy enough. If you want to get back into it, I do have another internet class that we're going to be training in two weeks. So you're going to feel the pain for two weeks. And so what if number one Butch shows up and says, well, you know what? F you. I, I, I'm not doing that. I'm going to go work at the Jeep store down the street. I, okay, goodbye. That's it. The, that's, mora the morale alone will simple. pick up those 25 units, right? His 25 units weren't coming from the internet leads he refused to do correctly. His 25 deals weren't coming from the phone pops that he was butchering in the process. Then where, where were those 25 deals coming from? He was getting turns from the other salespeople or he was grabbing floor ups. And I have enough people to grab floor ups and we'll make it up. So there is so there really is no being beholden to that 25 car guy because a lot of a lot of dealers and a lot of managers not saying this disrespectfully like they're weak or something like that but a lot of them are scared to say goodbye to that person. No, I I had a guy when I took over the, one of the last dealerships I was in was a smaller Nissan store. When I went in, you know, they were selling 50 units. They had a guy that was doing 25 of the 50. And I came in, hired, brought a staff on board, sat down. I didn't bring my own people. I brought in, I hired people, said, this is what we do. He goes, let me tell you something. I already got this down. I do this. I do this, do this. And I sat there for a week watching him. And I said, you skate the other salespeople that are on the point. Right. Right. He was great at it. He would walk up behind the new guy and he'd look at the customer and go, hey, you're back. And the customer's looking at him like, what? And he goes, that's my customer. And right. then the new, new guy, guy would get out of the way. New guy gets out of the way. He grabs the up and he goes and closes it. But at the same time, I said, look, you, you can either jump on board, right? If you're going to jump on board and you're going to actually follow the process, you can stay. If not, there's another store that will allow you to do it. I, I'm sorry. In this day and age, ups are rare. Yes, they are rare. Okay. Somebody walking on the actual dealership lot needs to be convinced to come there. With four, uh, Somebody w just walking up. With 30, 40, or 50 grand burning a hole in their pocket, you know. Absolutely. Who didn't contact the store before, who did not, who did not submit, you know, submit an inquiry or submit a question or pick up the phone and call. You know, that person is so, a, a little hard to find. So no? lucky for me, in California, Google's office is down the, down the road. So I've gone with several of the manufacturers to go down there. Google's number in 2018 was the consumer is online and researching the car, the dealership, everything else for 16 hours before they ever attempt to contact with a dealer for 16 hours, 16 hours over the time frame that they're gathering research. Right. Right. They're actually, they're spending that time. So they're online judging you, judging the vehicle, judging everything else. 
So if they walk in the door, right, the number now, because we're getting a little bit worse, uh, it used to be 1.2 dealerships before they bought. Right, we're yeah. at, now we're at like 1.6. Okay, so we're trying to push them to the competition as it comes in. They've done enough work to actually make a car deal and they need to do it. But the person who calls you is not the person who walked in the door. So that's going to take a skill set to get you to get that customer to feel comfortable to come in. Yes. If the customer reaches out to me via email and comes in, I'm going to do my best to meet the customer in the medium that they contacted me. And then I'm going to convert them over to the one I like best, which is the phone, so that I can set that appointment. They can show up and we can do a transaction. Hey, you're watching live with Lopes from NADA, and I'm here with my good friend, the BDC genius. The genius. Genius. Is yeah. here, Joe Ingram. Hey, coming up. Coming up, man. We've got Joe Chura from Dealer Inspired. We've got Sean Hayes, Jason Rice. Tomorrow, we have got the amazing Alex Flores is going to be here. 11 other shows tomorrow as well, right here on Live with Lopes. You want to catch them all right from the expo floor at NADA. But, Joe, I, got, I want to get a little bit deeper into this because if I got somebody who's going to walk around and call themselves the BDC genius mm -hmm. on the show, then mm -hmm. obviously I want to get, you know, I want to squeeze the sponge, man. Of I want to get every drop that I of can. Course. And I will try to dumb it down as much as I can <laughs> oh, to get you. it in there. Gee, yeah. thank you, because wow. we, yeah, yeah. We, th we definitely need that. Mm -hmm. One of the big questions that comes up, all I get, it, I get asked it all the time, you know, how many opportunities should a BDC representative be handling a month? Some say it's 200. Some say no more than 80. No, some or some just say as many as come in, just give them all. When they keel over, you just hire somebody new and put them in the spot. How many, in your opinion, is the ideal number? Ideal is any uh, typically 125 is the goal that I set up for them. I do have people that have demonstrated the ability to do 200. Okay, but typically what happens is as you overload somebody with the to dos, right? Then they tend to close things out that don't necessarily happen. So they have that, you know, what the, they have that whole thing of just task overload. Oh, it's brutal. I you, call it Todd's. I can see that task overload <laughs> depression syndrome. Yes. And then every day they, they when they think about coming in, coming into the store, the first thing that they're thinking themselves is that they're going to have 800. I'm exaggerating, but they're going to have 800 tasks that they need to do. And they get very depressed about it because. The tasks just get overwhelming. It, it just stacks on stacks on stacks, and not the good one like the rap song, stacks on stacks on stacks. No. it's You walk in, and your, your to-do list is red. We all know why it's red. Yes. It's not a not good done. thing, right? It's not green for money, right? It's all sitting there red saying, hey, guess what? You, you haven't accomplished anything. And so I'm going to sit down, and all I can do is peck away at the little bit that I can get done today. And so my answer is if they can clean their to-do list and do it with quality responses, right, and then I go, I say you can handle more. But I'm not going to overload somebody because typically in a BDC, I'm handling sales calls and Internet leads, and I'm spending most of my day either inbound or outbound on the phone. And, I, again, I can tell you when they're going to answer, but <laughs> they don't know when the customers are going to answer the phone and when they're not. And so there's certain times you do it. There's certain expected rates that somebody's going to come up. Mm -hmm. So I try to teach everybody that you can't get frustrated, right? Because they will get to the depression part. But you wouldn't be frustrated if you understand the, the numbers within the game. 
Right. Right. So if if you're going to go play baseball and you're up and somebody gets the third out and now you're frustrated because you want to walk up to the plate to play, you should learn that the lesson says we switch sides at the, the third out. <laughs> right. And you're right. like, that's not fair. It's a, no, it's not. Every every hundred dials. Right. Seventeen percent of the people answer uh, out of a hundred. A hundred dials. So so you're going to talk to 17. Right. right. On average, if you're if you're winging it, you're going to end up with maybe one or two appointments. If so, you get good on it, right. then you can get to three or four appointments. So if you're going to dial 100 times and you're only going to get 17 people on the phone, that can be very, very depressing and very, very distracting and very like, do I have to dial again? Really, they're not going to answer. I know they're not going to answer. Do Would you recommend that they switch over and instead of calling that they text? So I my answer for everybody, it's text. So like I'll throw out a hack that I, I like to do. Text before call. I always text before the call. I also tell the, in my sales department, I say, look, if you guys don't mind them having your actual cell phone number, because, again, we text through the CRM so that everybody's protected. We know right. nobody. Yes. If you show, oh, look, I text on my phone. I'm like, I don't care. It's not in the CRM. So when I look at it, I tell them, I say, go ahead and text the customer from your cell phone first. Okay. From your cell phone first. First thing you do, lead comes in, text that cell phone number, then go to your system, text them again. But my text message says, hi, this is Joe over at Dealer Built Dealership, right? Right. Can we text today? So it's a simple yes or no question, just like the opt-in that's done. I send over the other one. I wait 60 seconds. They don't answer. I then call them. Now, you'll know, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna, can I piss off people? That's okay. Okay, good. All right. So if I'm going to pick up my iOS device and I text that person, I'm going to see the blue bubbles. If I see the green bubbles, that's an Android, which they couldn't afford a car anyway. So just keep going. Move on. Send emails. Yes. Sorry to all Android Yes, users, all the Android people. Right? And we know there's plenty of them on there that yeah, I just said, good. what? But, yeah. So if you look at that and say, okay, text them first, right? Then I call them. On iOS, if I text you and said, hi, this is Joe at, then you don't get unknown number written across your screen. That's right, because it will next time you call, it it's going to say, say maybe, maybe Joe. Joe, right? So now I look at it. Now I also have my contact card sent on there. So yes. it, when you say it up at the top, it'll show my little picture, right? And it'll say maybe Joe that comes across. I can get above 50% answering now because they're thinking, oh, crap, who's the Joe I forgot? Right. Who right? Is so yeah. I got to answer it. So then I will answer it. I will talk to the customer or if they it's prospect. And if they turn around or they text back and they say, yeah, we can. I go, great. I sent you a text from my work phone that came over like this. Can you reply back to that one so I can keep business and personal straight? Right. And and, it were, and, and, and now I've, I got over the half people coming back going, click, yes, on your CRM. people are good with doing that. Yes. Customers are good with doing well, that. Well, 93% of all text messages are read within five minutes. Yes. Why are we not texting everybody for everything? I ask the question over and over again. Why are we not texting instead of calling? There is an, uh, it's almost like there's an old school mentality that, you know, I'll call the guy, call the guy, call the guy. But if he's not going to answer the phone, why are we going to bother calling him? Well, remember a text message. This is what I teach people. I say, look, your text message itself is not an intrusive thing. Okay, just like podcasting, I put out a podcast. Why? Because you can do it while you're exercising, as you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't listen to my own. Stop. Yeah, don't right? eat your own dog. Yes, food. I don't. 
So, but I can sit back and I can send, I can play something. Somebody can do it while they're driving, while they're walking, while they're actually sitting in their office working. It's not an intrusive or an invasion into my day. A phone call is an invasion into my day. Yes. The phone call means I have to stop what I'm doing to do this. Yes. And so devote all your attention to the call. now. Right. You're going to interrupt me. So I'm not going to answer. That's why they're, they're not answering. So if you text them, great. How many times have we text back and forth? You, we're in different time zones most of the time. And we right? only communicate via text. Absolutely. I think I've called you once because right. it was too long. I didn't feel like texting. Well, the answer was you text and said, can I call? Right. <laughs> right? And I was like, well, sure, that's fine. I was looking. I, I was I, I was scared of the compliance, you know, of the compliance officer right. under my bed at night. So I figured that I would ask you if it was if it was actually OK. Hey, you, that's my CRM manager. There's your CRM manager. We're at 125 <laughs> open leads at any at, at any given time. You know, the genius, the genius Joe Ingram, the BDC genius. Joe, tell everybody, please tell everybody where they can find you, how they can get in touch with you. So the easiest way that I made it, because being a genius, taking the complicated, making it easy. Yes. Go to thegeniuslinks.com. L-I-N-K-S, Genius Link, TheGeniusLinks.com. TheGeniusLinks.com. Thank yes. you for keeping getting in touch with you easy for all of us minions. Yes, that we exactly. can act, That we can actually find you. Hey, look, you definitely want to follow this guy right here, Joe Ingram, the BDC genius. I joke around about his little his genius thing, but the reality is he is the genius. He did nothing but give us solid gold for the whole show. Right. But guess what? What's that? There's more. There's but still now more. how much would you pay? No, how there's more. You, how much would you pay is nothing. You don't have to pay anything. And to that watch. comes with a double your money back guarantee. That's right. Double of nothing. Because coming up on Live with Lopes, the one and only Joe Chura is going to be on. You don't want to go anywhere. Grab a snack. Go pee. Whatever you got to do. But get back here right away for Joe Chura. And. The genius, Mr. Ingram. Thank I you so much. You. Thank you so Thank much you. for being here. And get on, more man. Frank. I got to say that. Yes, you get definitely want to get more Frank. I do. I do want to get more Frank. We're going to be right back. Thanks. Thanks for choosing to spend your time with us here at the Sales Genius Podcast. If your company is looking to increase sales or is having an event that would benefit from one of the Sales Genius team members attending, please look us up on the web at salesgenius.live. SalesGenius.live. Don't forget to like this episode, subscribe to the channel, and share it out to the world. Until next time, remember more deals, more money, more happy. Now go out there and close a deal.